Heroes. Thanks for tuning in to Zeros Talking Heroes, the podcast whose ticket is torn. My name is Joe, and here to, with me to talk to you about John Wick Chapter 3 Parabellum, God, that's a mouthful, <laughs> are two other members of the high table. Their names are Corey. The podcast that will give you filthy out the ass. And sequel. The podcast where the odds are about even. Before we get into our discussion about John Wick 3, we're going to let you know what else we've been watching this week, and we're going to start with sequel. So I finished reading uh, Craven's Last Hunt. Okay. Yeah. Outstanding. Mm-hmm. I can't see the ending. Did not see the ending coming at all. It was very dark. I don't think they're going to be able to ever make this into a movie. I feel Spider-Man's too like family-friendly to go this dark of a route in movie form, especially since Disney like owns it. Owns it. But I did read they're doing a Craven the Hunter movie that Spider-Man may or may not be in, mm. and Sony's producing it. So we'll see. But it's very good. It's very long, four hundred plus pages. How long did it take you to read that? Uh, I was heavy into it like the first week, and then I had some late nights at work, so I tried to do like an issue a night. So I guess a full two weeks. Okay. Yeah. It's crazy how much faster four hundred pages go in graphic form than in. Oh yeah, that's so much. Right, Less but, text to read. Yeah, yeah but well, I, exactly it. Right? I made it a point to like to actually look at the read pages. through, then read like look at both pages, analyze yeah. what's happening. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but, um, it's very easy to skip both of those things. To skip one of the one of those two things when you go through a graphic novel. Skip both. <laughs> Just put the graphic novel down. <laughs> Done. Flip <laughs> through. Go to Wikipedia. Read in the summer. <laughs> then they're they're having a sale at a Target. I got. Amazing Spider-Man, Spider-Man 1 and 2, the movies, yeah. and the Toby trilogy for like 20 bucks total. Wow. Yeah. Pretty much all of the Spider-Man movies for 20 bucks. it's not really that bad. Right. And I watched The Amazing Spider-Man, and I just don't like it, guys. I just, <laughs> I'm never going to like him as Spider-Man. I just, I guess he's a fine Spider-Man. He's a bad Peter Parker, though. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's... That's all there is to it. He's like really, instead of the nerd, he's socially awkward. Like he doesn't know how to interact with other people and it's just not appealing to watch on screen. And there is a difference. There's a difference between being a nerd and being socially awkward. Yes. It was like a different take than not necessarily is a good one. Yeah. uh, We can get into that more one day when we do the last movie of those. Yep. I'll probably watch that this week. Don't rush yourself. I'll like, see it again. I know, but are you going to want to? Are you going to be upset? No. It's, it's, <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. But uh, other than the Goldbergs, that's uh, pretty much it. Still going strong on the Goldbergs. That's a funny show. <laughs> Every episode is exactly the same. Oh, yeah. It's it's a very formulaic... <laughs> the Taco Bell of sitcom. It's just, it's just funny. The jokes hit. The jokes hit, the jokes hit. you got to play your hits. That's about it. Corey, what have you been watching? So, me and the wife have picked back up Colony. Um, Is that the show with uh, Sawyer from Lost in it? Whose name I can't remember. I've never seen Lost, so uh, can't confirm or deny it. But Josh it, Holloway? Uh, if you're asking me to know... Blonde dude with medium length hair? Yes. Okay. <laughs> Pretty rigid features, big no- bigger nose? Sure, yeah. Yes. Looks kind of like an older gambit. Yes! Yep. That's no, it. That's Why don't you start with that? Come on. It just came to me. I just remembered that that was also. Yeah, it's um, 
It's pretty good. I, I like it. It's it's another post-apocalypse, quote-unquote, uh, alien invasion type show. Fun. Um, very, like, guerrilla warfare, resistance type stuff happening throughout the course of it. It's, it is by no means the best show that I've watched, but it's it's perfectly, perfectly entertaining. And I watched two new movies. Uh, Watched two movies, one of which I haven't seen since I was a kid, and one I watched for the first time. Um, I watched Conspiracy, which was an HBO original movie. Oh, with, uh, yeah, so you post about that. Yes. <laughs> with a young Tom Hiddleston, as I found out yesterday. Uh, it is with... His phone operator. Oh, for real. Literally, that's what he does in the movie. Uh, Kenneth Branagh is in it as Heinrich Himmler. God, what is his name from The Hunger Games? Stanley Tucci. Stanley Tucci, thank you. Uh, Colin Firth is in it. A lot of, a lot of British, a lot of big name British actors are in this movie, uh, and it's about the meeting that decided that the Nazi Party was going to create death camps. Oh God! It is the so they come to like they they literally come up with the term "quote unquote" final solution. So they're talking about all the different ways that they they could do it, and you know they're, they're talking logistics. It's, it's certainly a a little bit dense politically, but if you know what's happening at the time during World War II, like as a history buff, like it's it's a super interesting story because the war had just kind of started to turn on the Nazis, and that's when they decided that they were going to try to kill all the Jews. It's not like they had been doing like. Had death camps for a while, like the like worst they had possible it in their moment. Back pocket. Yeah, <laughs> but it's like the worst possible moment because they just got stalled out getting into Moscow. So they got first got they got handed their first major defeat from the Eastern Front, and America had just joined the war, so D Day is imminent. So it's like, and that's when they started doing it. It's crazy how short of a span of time they killed that many people. But the performances are good. It's it's. I thought it was an interesting movie. And the new movie I watched is called Papillon. Okay. With Rami Malek and Charlie Hunnam. I saw previews for it before it came out, but never got around to watching it. It's on Amazon Prime now. It's about Charlie Hunnam is a, a thief who gets framed for murder and gets sent to uh, a penal colony in French Guiana in like the early 1900s or like the late uh, 17th century, something like that. No. Whatever. Early, like, late 1800s, early 1900s, he gets sent to a uh, prison camp, and he tries to escape, and he uses... In a sewer tunnel. No. No, no, no. Good. Um, Remy Malik is, like, a millionaire who also gets sent there for counterfeiting something, so he essentially, like, takes him under his wing and protects him to fund the escapes. It's a little bit of a hard, hard movie to watch, because it's long. Not a ton happens in, like, the two hours and 20 minutes that the movie is. Oof. Yeah, it's a long movie that could have been condensed down to, like, an hour 45, two hours. They do a lot of that thing that they try to force drama by letting things linger and be silent in, like, these long panning shots. And it's like, get get back to the story. Get back to the prison break. Come on, guys. Somebody do something. Yeah. It, it's not that the story wasn't interesting. It's not that the performances weren't great, because they were... It's just too long of a movie for the story that they're trying to tell. But yeah, if you got some time to kill and you want to see a pretty good movie, 
Papillon is definitely definitely should get added to your lists. And uh, that's what I've been watching. Joe, please enlighten us. What have you been watching? I watched a few movies. Ooh, a few. Yeah, yeah. I can guess one of them. Can you? I think so. Do Go it. ahead. Mission Impossible Two. Yeah, I watched that. <laughs> that movie. That movie's not good. No, no. it's not. It, I was still entertained, but like it, uh, John Woo. Yeah, man. Dubs. He <laughs> dunk that movie up in certain places. All those unnecessarily slow motion scenes. Yep. Killed me to watch. He the, had. I think he's responsible for that trademark, like, an action scene, like, people burst into the scene and there's a flock of doves. Yeah. Happens once or twice and there's a possible too. remember hearing a joke, I think it's Daniel Tosh, about doves coming up. He's like, whoa, I think that's John Woo's kid. (laughs) (laughs) The long hair Tom Cruise doesn't work for me either, man. It's not, I mean, it's not as as good of a look for him. I thought immediately of Vanilla Sky because it's that era. It's yep. I think it's the year after this that Vanilla Sky comes out. I'm like, he has the same haircut, so I was used to it. He's very clean cut in the first Mission Impossible, yeah. though. And I think he is in the rest of them, from from at least the poster I've seen. Yeah. Or posters. And by long hair, we mean like medium length. Well, yeah. Right? Like he's not he's actually not, uh, long. Isn't long like, for him. Isn't long for him. Interview with a vampire or something, he has long hair? Like actual long hair? Yeah, but that's that's, that's a period that's a, piece. A, yeah, sure. Clearly a wig. Yeah. And that's 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 a period. Like everybody in Victorian England had long hair like that. I think my favorite part of the whole movie is the opening riff of the Limp Biscuit version of the oh my the god theme song yes. because that part is good, and then it becomes just the most awful song. That yeah. if you're gonna commission a group to do a song for your movie, it should be about the movie. It's just a generic Limp Biscuit song that happens to kind of sound like Mission Impossible. Yeah, the, the, well, the, it's like really you said, bad. the opening riff of, of that song. Yeah, the soft opening riff is really cool, and then they just it sucks. Just, it just sucks. It, it just becomes a Limp Biscuit song, yeah. and they've never been known for their uh, artistry. Yeah, that's by far the worst movie in the franchise. That's what. You keep telling me. By far. It's crazy. I'm sure it is. I can, I can remember, I can remember Limp Biscuit putting that song out. It's almost shocking to me that that's only it for Mission Impossible 2. That all these other Mission Impossible movies have come out since then. Wow. Yeah, there's a, there's a long, this is, the first one's 96, this one's 2000, I think 3 is 2006. Yeah. Yeah. It take a lot of time in between them, which is fine. Well, not so much anymore, though. No, it's yeah, it's been like three years, I yep. think. Yeah, They wanted to distance themselves from two, so they waited six years <laughs> to pump out a new one. And I think Tom Cruise is also one of those actors that does enough things that scheduling his time must... I mean, you want Tom Cruise in there, you're going to wait for him to be done whatever it is he's doing. I guess that's fair. Sure. He free solos for like three minutes in the beginning of the movie for no reason. Yes, he does. Oh, it's dumb. Anyway, I watched other stuff. That's For the sunglasses, right? That's when he gets the message by yeah. the sunglasses that he just like, throws then them. He throws them and explodes and the uh, song starts. Yep. Yep. The other movie I watched was also... Well, one of the other movies I watched was also new. I watched How to Marry a Millionaire because that's what my girlfriend wanted to watch. I How believe that? that is Marilyn Monroe's first movie. But she was mad at me because I said a different movie was Marilyn Monroe's first movie and I was wrong. Did, it's, you, did it's you apologize fine. for your... Yeah, sure. I'm sure I did. That sounds like me. <laughs> that movie is alright it's fine it didn't do much for me it's not bad that's the best thing I can say about it good enough honestly 
And the last movie I watched, I've seen plenty of times, and it's great. I found out they put it on Amazon Prime. It's Major League. Outstanding. Oh, I love shit, that movie. they did, didn't they? I love that movie. Fuck. I might watch that tonight. There's a, there a couple There's a couple movies Marilyn Monroe was in before. Well, then... I don't want you to get in, in trouble. My girlfriend was also wrong about this. <laughs> <laughs> She's probably listening to this, because she saw John Wick with me. Ladies of the Chorus, 1948. It's the earliest one I see so far. But it's like a leading role, or is she just like oh, we talk, reporter talking, number two? We're talking leading roles. I don't know why I thought reporter for Marilyn Monroe. <laughs> a single mother, Adele, Adele Jurgens, and her daughter. Adele's Peggy, in it? Marilyn Monroe. Well, I guess co-lead, secondary lead. All right. Yeah. True. What'd she say it was? This one. This one. She said this was her first? Yeah, she corrected me about me saying... One of the other movies. Gotcha. I think it was Gentlemen Prefer Blondes. I don't remember. That came out the same year. As She's really, really into classics, huh? It's almost exclusively what she watches. That's cool. But Major League, though. Major League is so <laughs> good. What, what can I say about Major League? Modern classic. People don't already know. If you haven't seen it, it doesn't matter if it's a sports movie, if you're not a sports person. It's just, it's just a fun movie. It's funny. It's a great yeah. comedy. It is really good. I mean, the subject matter just happens to be baseball. I mean, I've also heard that it's one of the more accurate baseball movies. Like, this is what actually kind of happens in terms of like clubhouses. Yeah, like yeah. I mean, it's a long season. It's a very long season, (laughs) and you're with each other all the time, and like they get traveling, and it's like yeah, it's pretty cool. What what's what's the baseball? How many games is it? One hundred and sixty-two. Sixty-two. A hundred. And 62 games. And that's if you don't make the postseason. That's if you don't make the postseason, which means that six months a year, because there's 365 days in a year, you're spending with these people. And and you're also traveling with them. So you're spending longer, longer than 160. Yeah, yeah you got... It's in the 200s, probably, yeah. Because yeah. you got, you know, the train... You got camp. Yeah, training camp. Travel, travel days. Yep. That's why players don't want to play in an all-star game, because it's a week off. <laughs> Rather do something else with baseball. That's why people tank. I get it. <laughs> and that's what we've been watching. Let's do the movie facts for John Wick Chapter 3 Parabellum. I'm not saying the full title again, so enjoy that. Chase W3. John Wick 3 is fine. Or Parabellum. Parabellum. Nah. Alright, fine. Guess less syllables. John the third. J Trey. J Trey. J Trey. <laughs> Anyway, it's rated R. It's two hours and 11 minutes long. Directed by Chad Stahelski, who co-directed the first one and directed the second one. It stars Keanu Reeves, Ian McShane, Mark DeCascos, Lawrence Fishburne, Asia Kate Dillon, Holly Berry, Lance Reddick, and Angelica Houston. The budget I had to look a little bit around to find, but I th- according to what I found, is $55 million. It has grossed so far in about a week, 113 million worldwide, 76 million domestic. Not doing too bad. As far as how the movie is scored, Rotten Tomato has it at 89%. Certified fresh. Audience score of 91%. IMDb 8.2 out of 10. Metacritic 73 with a user score of 8.3. Fairly consistent across the board. Pretty much. Those are the movie facts. Let's jump right into our general thoughts, which as always are spoiler free. Court. It's a John Wick movie, man. If you're looking for some fun action, this is definitely this is definitely a good choice of movie for you. Uh, 
I think that this movie gets a little bogged down and clunky in story, and I'm starting to... They're starting to add more layers. They constantly are building this world, but they keep making it mysterious, and at a certain point, I actually want answers to this stuff. And that's really the only thing... Uh, but, I mean, overall, though, the, the action's just incredible. Sequel, your thoughts? No, this movie's a lot of fun. I, I enjoyed myself watching it. It's no shocks, no surprises, really. You, you, you get what you get with it with a John Wick movie. Um, good action scenes. And um, I'll say this. Resume-wise, I think Keanu Reeves is the best action star ever. I think I can give him that title. I don't know if you guys agree or disagree. But, I totally uh, agree. We can go yeah, through it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'll, we'll get into it more, obviously. But sure. yeah, I'll agree. He's got like a he's got a quiet charisma to him that just works, and he's really good at all the martial arts moves. Yep, and it's weird. I you don't when I hear Keanu Reeves, I really don't think of him as an action star. He doesn't have like that classic action star look to him, but. If you look at his filmography, man, it's he, It's mostly action it's movies. It's mostly action movies, exactly right. Occasionally he does The Lake House. <laughs> or Bill and Ted's. Or, yeah, well, he's doing another one of those. He's doing another can one I of those. I fucking can't wait. I can't <laughs> wait. That's gonna be interesting. It is. I wonder if he... I... Bill has not aged well. I don't remember his name. He kind of looks the same. Alex Winters, I want to say I think so. I... I don't know if Keanu can do it. I, I'm, I'm doubting his ability. I think he can do it. I'm pretty sure. I, I don't think he ever lost that gear. He's always had Ted Theodore Logan inside of him. <laughs> we haven't seen it in such a long time. He's going to dust it off. It's going to be real weird. I almost want to watch a John Wick movie and then go to see the new Bill and Ted. It's just going to be like, whoa. Whoa. I'm thinking I'm back. <laughs> I don't know if they can... Because they saved the world in Bogus Journey, right? They're like the greatest... Well, they'll have to save ever. it again. Uh, they'll CGI George Carlin in. Oh, great. man. They're not going to do that. Rufus At least Spire. I imagine they won't. R.I.P. Rip. Boys in my heart. So back to John Wick, unless you were going to continue. <laughs> no, no, This movie is mostly really good. This Unfortunately, it kind of reminded me of watching Glass this year. The first 80% of this movie are great. And then the last 20%, I'm not that happy with. I'm going to get into that more obviously when we do spoilers and specifics, but I really just wanted something else. I think I've kind of come to terms with that. I'm less angry, because I was like a little bit angry leaving the theater. We'll get into it. So from here on out, if you haven't seen John Wick 3, and you'd like to, without knowing what happens, this is your chance to get out spoiler-free, because it's going to start with details starting right now I don't know if if your complaint is going to be similar to mine I have like three complaints so one of them might be yeah so the best thing so John Wick chapter one a couple things made that movie unbelievable one nobody saw that movie coming nobody saw that style of action coming it was just it came came out like a bat out of hell and it was Fucking great. When the trailer came out, I thought it was a joke. I'm yeah. Like, Keanu Reeves' career is done, and he has to do this now. Yeah. And I was so in when I saw the trailer, because my friend John, who has been on the show once, we love watching Keanu Reeves movies together. Yeah. So we were in from day one. From the word Keanu. And it did not disappoint. No, it didn't. I mean, 
And, and John Wick 2 kind of fell off a little bit, but the action was still there. I like that. 2 and 1, it's the same for me. Yeah, no, it's not that. It's it's One's a better movie. One's a better movie. But John Wick Chapter 2 is just as enjoyable. 2 stepped up the action. The, the thing that they did with at the end of 2, and they do again at the end of 3, which bothers me, is really leaning into, okay, the next chapter is coming. So when you do it between 2 and 3, that's fine. But at a certain point, I want them to be able to walk away. That, right? They, they linger on this, like, he gets thrown off the building, he gets dropped into the Bowery King, and the Bowery King literally sets up John Wick Chapter 4. Like, the best part about John Wick Chapter 1 is if, like, if the movie had failed, if nobody had gone to see that movie, it ends, the story ends, they can close the close the book, next, next movie. Now it's like... I wanted this series to end after 2. There's, they made it 2 because the first one did really well. Yes. His character's arc, his story, is over in 2. It is not over in 2. <laughs> I think it it's is. more over in 1 than it is in yeah. 2. <laughs> it's over 1, it's also over in 2. But His life should just be forfeit and he should die at the end of 2. That's how 2 should end. Based on the world that they've set up. Based yes. on the rules in this way. They decided to go with make a third one, that's fine. They still won't let it end. This is... What pissed me off the most is because they're just going to run this into the ground and they're not going to be good anymore. That's what I'm so afraid of. And that's the thing. Like, I am going to be in for every John Wick chapter that they come out with because I know at the very least we're going to get the action that I really enjoy. But at a certain point, like, and, and they start to show it pretty well in this that he's old, he's tired, he's out of the game. But now he's been back in the game long enough that he should be well, no, no, no. knocking off the rust a little bit. I don't think he's been back in the game long enough where he should be knocking off the rust because he's all it's three of these take place over a week and a half. Yeah. That's true. You know, that's <laughs> a really good point. You know, I do forget that because it's taken, what, three years to get here. So yeah. that's a fair the point. The fact that he's never had the time to even properly heal a wound. That's it. Yeah. During this. He's been tearing stitches left and right. But it's consistent throughout. How many times is this guy get hit by a car or fall off a building? It happens all the time, and he's fine after it. And it's okay, though. It's okay, because... I don't like the last one. A little much, perhaps. That dude is dead. I don't <laughs> care what he's wearing. I don't care who he is. He's dead. He's When he thuds off that railing, <laughs> yeah, that's he's it. dead. Yeah. His, he literally takes the railing to the throat dome piece. Like, his neck is snapped right there. The, the, that is my least favorite part of the movie. I'm, I'm willing, I'm willing so to accept old. most of this movie. I can't accept that. Yeah. It, that was that was much, and it's that weird thing too, where it's like Ian McShane is doing what's best for him in the Continental, but also what's best for John, because John, like, if he has to like have an excuse for John Wick to go, which because like. They give that away, like with the reaction. John Wick's body's not there, huh? That's weird. I'm really hoping it was a. F- they're going to write it as a fake betrayal because if they stick with him actually having betrayed him, no, I think that's the thing. It's I, so out of character; it doesn't I, make any sense. But I think that's why he said it the way he said it. I'm hoping that's was that he did that. He did that because he needed to show fealty to the high table. There's a lot of ways they can go with this. It could be a fake betrayal. Probably is a fake betrayal. I'm hoping it is. Or Winston could be what this series to me is lacking an overarching villain. We don't really have that. We have three separate ones. Right? And it's only this movie, this series of events is a week and a half to two weeks. Yeah. So I, I 
prefer my chapters having an over. I do want an over yeah. so, but I want it to be someone from the high table, not Winston. But that's but, me. Or the one who sits but, above the high table, because we keep going higher yeah. and higher and higher. And that's a little annoying. Two and two and three have what essentially become a combined overarching villain to, to a certain extent. Who? So the guy. Well, Santino in the second one. Santino in the second one, but he Santino. All of Santino's moves were to get onto the high table. So the right. high table itself is that overarching villain. No, it, that's like an organization. Or it a is group. an organization. So it's not it's, an overarching villain. It's well, the, the the group is the villain. But we don't know the group. We just yeah. know a member of the group. Yeah. So okay. it's, that's what. I see what you're that's what it, it lacks. I think Winston's pulling a lot of. I'd be cool cool with it if they do it in a smart way. If Winston's kind of like the overarching villain villain. I'd be kind of okay with it. It has to be done smart, though. I can't shoehorn it. I don't love it. (laughs) Yeah, I just don't see it because it just goes against... So Winston's always been on his side. But, I mean, he's been fine until the end of two. And Winston gives him the hour because they're not enemies. Well, he doesn't kill him also. He doesn't kill him also. He He could have killed him right there. By the adjudicator's ruling, like, he should have killed him. Yeah. I hate the adjudicator, by the way. It's the most unsatisfying thing to me that she doesn't die in this. I wanted that the whole movie. I I hate more she's the a, fact that she's she a, exists. She's a <laughs> no. bureaucrat, and she just deserves death. You're right. In this world, but I I think that okay. So this this whole world, and this is one of my bigger problems with this movie, and it's where I I want I want some of this stuff to start being made a little clearer. Like they keep giving us. More mystery and intrigue without really. They answer some, like we got some of his origin with the Russian mob. Or... Yeah. Speaking of origin, yeah. did you care? Not really. I never had that question going into it. Yeah. I was kind of focusing the now than where John Wick came from. But like, yeah, like that that mysterious past of John Wick is. I want it to stay it's that a, way. It's alluring. It's what. Yeah. It's what helps. I was like, not connected to the character, but be interested in the character. Yeah, I didn't need it. I didn't yeah. need it either. And like, but we're we're engrossed in this whole world that's way more complicated than we think, and they keep complicating it more, which is fine. But they have to give us something also on the other side of it. Totally agree with you. And the adjudicator. So with all of these rules and all of this system that's in place, nobody thought to be like, okay, we understand. He killed a member of the high table in a continental. So that's a double whammy. But think about what this guy... Like, that dude deserved what he got after trying to fuck John Wick in the first place. Well, he had, he had him kill someone who was already on the high table. Sister. Yeah. yeah. So, like, none of this is John Wick's fault. Killing the member of the high table is because he, he had to. He was he, honoring a marker. And John Wick kind of, sort of, kills somebody on the high table, she. Well, he kills two people now. He kills her, and she's he on actually the high did, table. She, she technically didn't even kill her. She, she just shot her afterwards to so she verify that. Yeah. He, well, I think the reason he shoots her afterwards, I think he does kill her. I think she's dying, and he puts her out of her misery because of this whole religious religious aspect. So she can, uh, like, oh, so a, she can go to heaven. I yeah, guess, that, because that's, she didn't take her own life. Yeah, yeah. something along yeah. those lines. That's, that's the, what I read into it. Okay, but okay, but then fair. but then Santino becomes a member of the high table because of it, and right. then he kills him, and that's the one that that the adjudicator is here to. Yeah, yeah. He broke two rules. He yes. kills a member of the high table, and he shed blood on the, on the continental ground. So like. At some point, 
shouldn't Ian, like, and, like, so for her to come and, be, and, like, shut down the Continental and be all against Ian McShane, that, at that moment he should have been like, hold on a second, this dude was a dick, like, look what he did, like, the situation is more complicated than, is more complicated than the adjudicator leads on, and that, it just bothers rules, me. Rules, right? I guess, but at some point... There's no, there's no shades of gray with her. This is my problem with it. So, part one, we get coins in the Continental, right? Those yes. are That's pretty much the main aspect of this world we're introduced to. Yes. Part two, we get a high table and we get markers, right? Yes. So they're pushing the envelope a little bit more. Very little explanation still. Yes. Part three, you get the ticket, dumb, <laughs> and you get the one who sits above the table. How much further are we going to go? It's part four. He's going to get a magic Pez dispenser, and he's going to speak to a deity. Like, I don't understand this. Like <laughs> That I will hate. <laughs> but see, that's what I'm saying. So we, we, we're, we're getting to a point where... If they go supernatural with this, I'm going to be so upset. If, yeah, that, so that, upset. that might actually... It could happen. It could, and it I'm, I'm going to be angry could. if it happens. They're toeing the line right now. Yeah, and, and that's my thing, right? So at this point, they, they've hit what I, I believe... They're already stretching to come up with something else to introduce. So once they've introduced all the things they need to introduce, start turning the car around and giving us, feeding us more information about those things instead. Fill in that lore and give us some story on it. You can still give us all, like, and they, and we go to the place in Casablanca where the coins and the markers are made, and it's like, okay, cool, now we know where they're made. And again, do we care? <laughs> no, no, we don't. Not really, as so long as they exist. It's so the alert at the end of two was like, and not one person got dunked in gold. Come on, Game of Thrones style. Yeah, did we want that? With a guy, with a guy in Game of Thrones. Yeah, there's been two guys now in Game of Thrones. Yep. Who's the other one? Uh, Theon in part one. Oh, you're right. You're right. Um, so I totally lost my train of thought. I'm so sorry. Um, Casablanca. No gold. No. We don't care about the markers. Before that. Um, oh, it'll come to me. Okay. You can talk about other shit. Right. Uh, <laughs> I thought Holly Berry was going to ultimately have a bigger role in this than she had. I'm fine with the amount of... I am that. super happy with the amount of Holly Berry. I like her in this movie more than I've ever liked her in a movie. I agree. I wonder... I haven't seen a ton of her movies, granted, but... The things I've seen her in, I've I enjoyed her in this movie more than I expected to, and probably the most I have. She broke some ribs during filming, so I wonder if her character was... What a bad ...longer. Maybe. Oh, they should... cut it short. Maybe. I, I don't know. I mean, I super like the fact that he goes and lists help, okay. gets the help he needs, and then when he goes on to the next part of the story... She's like, peace. Yeah, she's like, dude, I'm out. <laughs> Suck it, I still don't like you. And those dogs are Fucking awesome. Those dogs are horrifying. They went for the balls every, <laughs> every time. fucking time. Watch them jump in the car windows as a tandem. Yeah. Dude, it was really... Dude, watching the dogs work was really cool. So back to the other point. Yes, I'm sorry. The main allure at the end of John Wick 2 for me is they have the visual of everyone stopping and looking at him. And it's New York City. has millions of people in it. How the fuck is this guy going to get out of this? Right? And so they come up with he has a ticket. Like, come on, man! This like that's that was what I'm going in for. He has a ticket and he can leave. That is awful. It's just a MacGuffin to advance the plot. And here's the other thing: he's in New York City, 
right? We, he's in New York City. He has an hour. He has an hour to get to where, from wherever he is to the New York City Public Library, right? Sure. Because that's where he hides the ticket. That's yes. where the rosary well, is. Well, I mean, he has an hour to... Yeah, sure. So, so the things that he chooses to do, run through the streets... He has to. And tries to take a cab. There's no other effective mode of public transportation that he may have been able to use that would have more effectively got him from where he was to the New York City Public Library? Please don't tell me Subway. It's I am so crowded. Absolutely. Full of assassins. He has an hour. He's better off running. There's no fucking way. I don't know where he is at the yeah, start I don't know of the hour. I don't know the relation to yeah. his position to where the library I can is. Get from, I can get from... Almost the top peak of Manhattan Island, Uh which is where my school is, to Penn Station, which is across the street from the New York Public Library, in a half hour. But what if you're trying to avoid enclosed places with a lot of other people who may be wanting to kill you for the $14 million bounty on your head? If you have the hour, which he seems to feel pretty confident that he has the hour... He does. Then what does it matter? What's the difference? Um, murderers... No, because the murderers have to wait the hour. If you can get there in like anywhere between twenty and thirty minutes, some of them are not as scrupulous as you think. Like the giant in the library. Oh my god, that guy is horrifying. Who started before the hour? Yeah, he did start before the hour. I'm, I'm not saying you're wrong, but I think he stands just as end. Oh my god, you're right. How he is? He's running to the doctor. Does he go to the right. doctor before the library? Yes. Okay. He has five minutes. All right, so that that does change himself. No, he, he was going. He went to the library first. Oh yeah, he, he had to the doctor the afterwards first. after he gets yeah. stabbed by the giant in the library. Yeah, well, how, he wasn't going to the doctor originally until uh, he got a new stab wound. Stab wound in his artery. So the giant in the library started well earlier. Yeah, he said fifteen. So that hour, the hour is not up, crap. and then he's yeah. like, "Who's it, gonna know?" It yeah. only means it's a fair point mode of transportation. But I guess if the movie's good, I really don't care. Like, I had a big yeah. problem with, like, in Fantastic Four, how the thing got from wherever the hell he was to New York City, looking the way he does. Yes. That bothered me. However, the route Rocky takes for his run oh, in the first movie no is, like, sense. 27 miles. Yeah. And he moves back and forth and back and forth. And like, yeah. but the movie's really good, and I don't care. And you know what? If you're... If you're only a fan, like if you're not from Philadelphia and you are not that big of a sports fan, that's going to look up the run. You're never going to know. And and it's like I agree, but there's also a weird passage of time because it's it looks like it's middle of the day at the end of John Wick, chapter two, and then he's running through the streets of New York City at night when it's pouring rain. I'm like, seems like more than an hour is already passed there. I guess guy. it was like dusk at the end of two. I guess, that's yeah, that's it. That's the only way to deal with it. This right? I have no problem with. The minutia of this movie, I don't really have any problem with. It's, yeah, it's, it's Keanu being awesome in an action movie. God, he's so awesome. Yeah, let's talk good stuff. Yeah, we <laughs> yeah. really should, because there's a lot of it here. Dude, the, he, so many more forms of uh, fighting in this than what we've gotten in the other ones. Yeah, because he doesn't have access to weaponry, really, because yeah. he's excommunicado, so he just picks up. Whatever you can find to kill people with. Everything is an improvised weapon. A it, book, which book. was amazing. Oh my god, the book was... <sighs> my favorite scene is him in the weapons museum. Oh, with the axes? Yep. The axes, the knives, and manufacturing that gun for one shot! That, yeah. That's also my favorite so part cool. of the movie. Yep. I'm not, I'm not, that's definitely not my favorite part of the movie, but that is really freaking cool. That he, like, 
found a bullet and made the gun work. With with the Dolby sound, every gun shot, the, the, the yep. seat would vibrate by your head. It was, I thought it was, I was going to hate it, but I didn't. <laughs> it, just, it just added to it. And my theater, we had a little bit of audience participation, and it, it was pretty awesome. It was mostly like older people. I'm like, ooh, ah. Oh. Yeah, that was, that was most of my theater. Too. I had a bunch of I had a bunch of assholes in my theater. Okay. Um, oh no, they, yeah. they, they were funny and they weren't. Yes, they did. Oh, I hate that crap. Um, it wasn't ideal by any means. It, too much audience participation. A bunch of people like asking questions. I'm like. Motherfucker, if you haven't seen chapters one and two, what are you doing coming into chapter three? Your friends want to see it. Well, come on, fuck what your friends want. You you see it beforehand, or you don't come, or you shut your mouth and figure out the information after. Yeah, really, really, it's the third option that normally I have a problem with uh, eye violence, knives to the eyes, and we Ooh, get that, that was... full on, yeah, man. Like I, an off screen would have been fine for me there. <laughs> wow. Okay. You go no, ahead. no, you go first. You had your hand up first. That's not even the gross. The grossest thing in the movie is a toenail. Can we agree? That was the most gruesome part the of the movie. Yeah, that yeah, was, that was quick. Though. That, oh, that, that okay. got the most reaction of anyone in my theater. I'm so glad you brought that up because I can now talk about both of these real quick because sure. they are connected. So eyes and toenails are not connected. Knife is going down towards the eye. Wife immediately does this. Turns. Full on covers eye, blinders the screen, stares at me. By the time she looks back, he still hasn't stabbed him in the eye yet. No, no, no. I'm like, I'm looking at it, and my face is now starting to contour, like, huh? <laughs> I give her, I give the face, and like, I'm like, okay, it's over. And she's like, I'm so glad I turned, because just based on your face alone, I'm like, yeah, no, it was intense. You're a nice husband, because if my wife went time where it's over, I meet over, okay, it's over. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, it's not, I didn't. I didn't really say anything. It's uh-huh. just my face went back to normal. Okay, yeah. so I was just so. So then, fast forward to ballerina pulling off toenail, and I was like, "Ooh!" And she looked at me. She's like, "Meh." That's a common ballerina things. Yeah, I'm was, like, that was, "I'm sorry, what?" That was the one that was like, "Oh no!" Yeah, she's like, well, "No, ballerina dogs biting people in the dick." Yeah, she's like ballerinas that happens to ballerinas all the time. It's pretty normal in point. And I was like, "Why do you teach children how to do this, then, Pam?" She's like, I'm a tap dance teacher. I'm like, your school has point. I guess like maybe like the nerve endings are so shot from uh, standing up on your yeah. foot like that. But it's making me a little nauseous to think about this. Okay, we can move on. Those <laughs> shoes, those shoes have an actual like wooden box in the toe that yep. you have to squeeze. Yeah, you have to all shove your foot in. Yeah, so you're not actually like on your toes. But you're but on the wood that's on the toes. Yeah, yeah. your foot is elevated. It's that, insane. Yeah, yeah. It's crazy. Ugh. Ballerinas, why do you, why do you love yourselves? What are you doing this for? <laughs> yeah, but... Just that, to, that, that fight sequence, though, was awesome because it's a lot of knife throwing. And then when you think it's over, it continues. They just become pink cushions with knives. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The throwing was a little much, maybe, but... Because they are throwing back and forth, back and forth, like, this guy's got to die already. Like, I expect to see the scene where one of them gets the knife thrown into them, takes it out, throws it into the other guy. <laughs> he takes it out, throws it back into him. <laughs> So good, yeah. It, so we get we get a lot more variety of fighting and weapons. Even even after he has the continental stuff back, and he's up on. Well, we get a quick line early about him having to take off his belt without any context. Oh, because it's a weapon. It's a weapon. Yeah, but like, yeah, it's it's like the pencil from two. Exactly, yeah. but like we don't really. It's just like belt two, and he's like, okay, yeah, belt two. 
And then we get the payoff of that of him using the belt in the with the against those two guys. Excellent. It was awesome. There was a lot, a lot of Japanese themed fighting in this, though. I did not care for no. that fight very much. I didn't care for the for the banter because it's like, oh my god, we look up to you so much. We're still going to kill you, but we look up to you. I'm like, all right, guys, just be professional, man. One or the other. Like, it's it, one of the things they could have cut. And this movie could have lost 15 minutes and been so much more effective. Plus, he goes through, like, 14 of those glass cases the same exact way, rapid fire. Yeah. I like I was it. bored watching that. I like I'm like, it. can we get on with this? I don't it, know. It was a... It, it was worked a, for me. The thing was, for me, I, I think I was just confused as to whether or not they were actually trying to make this comic relief. Because it got to a point where I was like, this is, this is almost They're toe the line. With, with them plus zero, which I know is the chairman from Iron Chef... Zero's Zero, yeah, the guy. The one that is that his name in the movie? Yeah, I didn't yeah, know. Did we Zero. actually do we hear that at any point? I, I think we do. Okay, I think I know he's listed as yeah. when he's the, the uh, chef. I think the adjudicator. Yeah. Okay. Also my name. Give me a minute, John. I'll be right there. No, you won't. <laughs> that was a good fight, though, right, John? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we get the one thing I'm really happy we finally got some of is actual Baba Yaga in. The disappearing act that he pulls two or three times throughout this. Because we keep hearing that he's capable of doing it, but we've never seen him do it. This is what worries me about the supernatural stuff. Grand Central Station. The Grand Central Station one. That just disappears in a crowd. Yeah. Almost Batman status. I'm just happy we got it. Like, they say that he was capable of it, of doing, like, just blending in and disappearing, and we finally got some blending in and disappearing. I just thought it was because he wears all black and he's like a medium white guy. I assume that's what they meant by it, not that he actually disappears, which is a little crazy. I think my favorite character in these movies now is the concierge. I love... I, so I was praying to see him kill someone in this, because they were building to it. I was like, please let him just blow somebody away, and they did not disappoint with the shotguns. I love him going back and forth into the vault, looking at kind of pissed off, yeah. <laughs> getting more weapons. It's like, this shit ain't gonna work. <laughs> yeah, see, that's my thing. So good. So they use the handguns for... Like, you... They they do make small like caliber handgun armor piercing bullets. So why didn't they start with? It doesn't matter. I think they tried to because he even said they've made adjustments. adjustments yeah. So they even switched the handgun like upgraded it. Yeah. But the the shot once they get the shotguns like once like they do that first round that's like near impossible to kill these guys, which was a little ridiculous. Um, when they go back in and they're like. Huffing and puffing and like yeah. grabbing the shit. You're right. I loved that moment. Winston just sitting on the couch drinking his cognac or whatever <laughs> that is. Quit the dog. The dog's in there the second time that they come back. I'm like, what a dickhead. <laughs> Hanging up on the adjudicator. That was great too. Yeah. And that's the thing. That's so, what makes me so mad about the end. You, well, you, okay. Winston's awesome and then he's not awesome. <laughs> yeah, Winston's awesome and then he's not awesome. But the adjudicator is in the building the whole time. She's in the same room that she told him she was going to be staying in the whole time. Yes. yes. So at no point does John Wick be like, you know what? Why not just go up there and cap her ass? I don't know if that would have. It may not have. Yeah. Probably it would have gotten him in more trouble. Maybe, but that's kind of neither here nor there. At this point, this I feel like he's kind of past the point of no return. So what's the difference? Yeah. Another minor thing I didn't care for. I thought they went to the well with too many times. Is the uh, guilty. No, the office with the women who all dress the same with the tattoos. Oh uh, yeah, it's got it's got a penguin penguin, penguin from Gotham. Gotham. Yeah, I don't 
I, I was fine seeing it at the end of two. I was fine seeing it in... They do go back to it too much. Yeah, Every time there's much. an order, they have to have them executed, and it's the main one reception person. Yep. And and the first 20 minutes of this, when like we're counting down that hour, they and go to periodic it. Periodic updates, yeah. God, they go to it so fucking much. It, like, in short bursts, it's really cool. In super short bursts, it's really cool. But, like, we got too much of it, and it just didn't work for Decommissioning me. the Continental. Deconsecrating. Deconsecrating, Deconsecrating. yeah. The, wor- the word choices in this are fucking awesome. Just all across the board, all of these movies have such great verbiage. That's all Latin. For- yeah. But even still, like, the, the use of, like, in the context of, like, the movie, it- it's just such a cool concept. Deconsecration, excommunicado. Oh, yeah, yeah. It like it's just they're just such good usage of the. Of it the works. The world that they're building works. They're just trying to do too much with it, and that's why I get worried. Are you gonna watch the show? There's a show, a Continental show, just called the Continental. Um, do we know what it's gonna be on? Uh, I think it's some streaming service. I'll look it up right now. Okay, because I mean I'm interested. I'll I'll probably watch it. I, if Ian McShane's in it, I'll watch it. I don't know if it's gonna be like a history of with like a younger they might Winston. Get a, yeah, they might get a younger Winston, and then it won't be Ian McShane. Yeah. If the concierge isn't the concierge, is there really a point, though? I'd be into it. I would watch at least one episode of this. Okay, fair enough. An open-world video game, Continental, where you can... Eh. Oh, my God, you can go in and, like, get your contracts and stuff? It's like a... a, Or a sim game where you're, like, the concierge or the manager of the... (laughs) You have to deal with cases as they come out. (laughs) This guy did this. Excommunicado. Kill him. That would be boring. see. I mean... You guys can keep going. I found the um, the fealty thing. Stars. Oh, okay. That makes sense, actually. That's Ian McShane's already in a series on, on stars. stars. Yeah, so we'll just spend a little more time there. <laughs> I gotta catch up on that. That's actually really funny. Uh, the fealty thing was interesting, but not consistent. Like the so the Russian woman only had her hand stabbed. The Bowery King got sliced. Well, seven she helped times. him escape. He gave John Wick a gun to kill someone on the high table. Yes, different levels. At different levels. No, no, I get it. Punishment fits the. I mean, technically, I'm pretty sure that was. Oh yeah, that's right. Supposed to kill seven the Bowery King. It was definitely supposed to kill the Bowery King, and he it did not. How that didn't? Like, and maybe you see him drop. I you, thought he was dead for sure. You, Silly me. You have seven slashes, right? Like that that's what they said, seven slashes? Yeah. One of those slashes could have uh, you know, been more of a puncture wound to the chest cavity. No Ian McShane in the show. That makes sense. They probably can't afford it. They can only afford him for one show. Keanu is going to appear but not be featured. That makes sense. Yeah. I actually like that. Mm-hmm. So if it does take place before oh the events He's of the movies... He's going to be in the pilot for sure. Yeah. If it takes place before the events of the movies, you could, might see him in the background, see him checking in. <laughs> I, would, I would love to just, like, this guy walks into the Continental as John Wick is, like, leaving, like, with, like, a bag over his shoulder. Be like, have a good day, Mr. Wick. We're probably going to get, like... Flips him a coin. The main, yeah, right? ca- the main character checking in and, like, or entering the Continental as John Wick's leaving. Yeah, that's kind of yeah. what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah, just with a bag over his shoulder, like clearly going out for a big job. Or he's got to associate with John Wick about something. He's got to ask him, not maybe for like a favor or or, or even like if like he gets like starstruck with everybody else in this fucking movie for some what reason. If he gets, what if he gets a marker for John Wick in the show? 
What's with Halle Berry? Season one cliffhanger. That'd be a good one. Yep. So, favorite, least favorite? I did both of mine. I think I did both. Uh, I've done neither. I mean, my favorite's the axe knife fight in the museum. And then pretty much everything after he shows back up at the Continental outside of them blowing away the forces with the shotguns. Or just, just brings the movie down for me. What did you guys think of, because I didn't like this part either, the one that sits above the table and how you have to come across them. That was stupid to me. It was really stupid. It's weird, if not stupid. Go to a random spot in the desert and walk until you can't walk anymore, then keep walking and, and then we'll bring you to maybe he'll show up. Maybe he'll show up. So, what if you walked the wrong way, man? No, I think that was the point, is that, like, the he, guy at the top will know and just be lo- on the lookout. That's a little supernatural to me, man. I don't, my, I have a different problem with it. And my, my problem with it was these people on the high table are incredibly powerful, clearly, based on what we're seeing in this movie so far. Agreed? Yeah. The guy above him, thus, has more power, more security, more all that good stuff. Why does he not have a castle somewhere? Why is he roaming the desert of all places? I don't know, That's man. where he wants to be. That's where it's, he wants to be. I, I That's the idea. actor they chose. I would have appreciated a different I, I scenery like as well. I, I, I didn't care for it. It doesn't fit the... If he wanted to be somewhere else, he would, because he has that kind of power. But clearly, that's where he wants to be. Yeah. But it doesn't... That's exactly what Pam said, and I just don't like that. It's, I just don't like it. Setting-wise, it doesn't fit. Yeah. It's out of place. They're in Morocco. Yeah. They're in the desert. No, with the context of like the John Wick universe, we got Rome, we got New York, we got developed cities, and then... But even more desert. than that, like, where are these... is a pretty developed city. Yes, but then, that exactly. Area. Then you get desert. Yeah. The desert don't fit. It's in the desert. Casablanca's in the desert. Right. But all the action, everything takes place in cities. Then you have desert. It's different. And there was no action there. So it makes In sense. Casablanca? In the desert. Unless you want to count him chopping his ring finger off as action... What I'm saying, okay. The entire yes. length of the movies uh-huh. take place in developed cities, and then you have a different set in the desert. It doesn't fit. Well, I mean, the first part of the first movie is more suburb. Long well, Island. Yeah. yeah, it's not the city. Okay. <laughs> cool, Corey. What are your things? Uh, I like <laughs> I like the finger chopping off. I like the having to give something up for it. The kind of stuff that was like. Turn out to be worthless, right? What's that? Kind of turned out to be worthless. Yeah, for sure. He just has one less finger now for no reason. It just bought him time. It just bought him time and, and a dumb s- reason for living. Well, and that was the thing too, right? So he does he like he does all this work to get to the guy to agree to go back to kill Winston. Do you think he, his plan was actually to go back and kill Winston? I don't think so. I mean, he probably he might have. And then Winston, the idea. then Winston figured out like what his play was and was like. Oh, I could get Jonathan in on my side now. I just think he doesn't have a plan. His plan is... He's winging it a lot. I'm yeah. in this situation. I need I to do, do something to get to the next mm-hmm. spot. And then I'm going to do something again. Then I'm going to do something again. Because yeah. again, it's two weeks, right? So yeah. it's... I don't think he ever intended to shoot Winston. I think he was going to show up and just... If I have to, I have to. <laughs> well, he would... He preferred not to shoot Winston. Winston talked him out of it. Winston had a better plan. Better options. Was it a better option? I mean, if you... if you, At the time? If you Winston, kill... Then if, dying? The problem is... The problem is he killed Winston. 
but now he's in Bobby Yaga. No, he's Bobby Yaga again. Right, but he's indebted to the... Yeah, well, I mean, he, he has to go back to work. Yes. That's this, forever. Until forever. he dies. Until he right. dies. Until the day he dies, he, he's, he's, got, he's got to go back to work. So... Winston's giving... Is offering is still offering him the out. He, he if he keep his if, freedom. If they win, right? If they win. Yeah. And if they don't win, then he's dead anyways. So what does it matter? But he's alive. Well, they call the parlay. No, no, what I'm saying is if they don't... If he shoots Winston, yeah, he has to go back to work. Yeah. If he... If he joins up with Winston and, and they that, don't and they, meet the high table, he he's dies. dead. Yeah, that's the that, difference. Yeah, living that's what Corey just is saying. You yeah. guys are saying the same thing. But differently? I guess so. Yeah. But you said he's dead anyway. If, if he sides with Winston and they lose. If he sides with Winston right. and he loses, yeah. he's dead anyway. So I, so I think we all a, agree. Shooting Winston's a better option. No. Why not? Because if he wins, he has his freedom again. If he joins up with Winston, yes, and they win, right? But which is a long shot. If he shoots Winston, there's no chance of him ever getting a freedom back, right? But he's alive. Yes. Yes, but what a life! That's not the life he wants. It's not the life he promised that he'd live. It's really stupid. The, the whole him wanting to live to remember, remember. love or something—it's it, awful. I think he can it's do both. Bad. It's lazy. <laughs> it is lazy. He I can, think. but. Uh, Alright, so favorite, least favorite for me. Yeah. Um, Casablanca fight. Hands down. That's a, that is a very good scene. Absolute favorite fight scene in this movie. It's like a, lots of long takes. Lots of long takes. Dude, If, if I can't wait to watch this again because I decided at one point to glance into the background of one of the shots of, of Holly Berry. And in the background, you still see John Wick fighting and popping like dudes in the face. I'm like, holy shit, this... Is all happening in conjunction with one another, yep. and watching this over and over, like watching it a few times, is going to make it so much more full and awesome for me. I can't wait for it. Least favorite part, um, either the weird desert decision or really just the adjudicator in general, because I just I feel like John Wick doesn't get his fair shake in this or the last one, and I don't. I, I'm I'm rooting for John Wick to just. He wanted to get his revenge and go back home to Long Island, and he didn't get to. He has no home in Long Island anymore, though, right? Yeah, yeah. Well. He loses that very early on in the second one. Yep, very early. On. I guess he walks back from the city to Long Island. Right? Has he? <laughs> in what? In the uh, beginning of the second one. The events of the first one took place in the city, then he's walking back to his home. Oh, he ends up getting back to the house. He has a yeah. car. He doesn't drive, though. He was walking. Hmm. Yeah. I mean, you could take in the LIRR to stop and walk from the stop. <laughs> I guess. I guess we don't see it. But. You could have borrowed a vehicle from somewhere. And just parked it because he didn't want to have yeah. a stolen vehicle in his driveway. Who I'm knows? Sure. Who I mean, knows? That's not the stuff that we need to care about. No. <laughs> the minutia, once again. It only hurts the movie if you think about it. It's true. Uh, yeah, that's all I got for favorite least favorite. And we both did those, right? We're good? Yep. Him falling off the roof is a little much. I totally agree. <laughs> he's, he's dead on impact. Dead. And uh, yeah, the museum what weaponry museum fight that was. That yeah, was, that's a, that's that a total. Yeah, I don't. So good. I do not blame either of you guys for picking that one. Not even a little bit. The majority of this movie is really good, especially for the kind of movie they're trying to make. I don't. I don't want it to seem like I or we are being overly negative on it. No, we're pointing out the flaws. Like, we yeah. can sit here and sing its praises, but its praises yeah. are... If you're just going to see incredible. Keanu kill people and other people also 
do action stuff, this movie's great. Yeah. The highs are really high, but again, yeah. it's action. <laughs> but if you stop to think about the story, that's where the problems happen. And it, if you want to ignore that, then it's a much better movie. This, ignoring it is yeah, the way to go. For sure. Pretty much the way to go. And that's, I think, again, that's what makes John Wick 1 so fucking incredible. Is like, you don't need to ignore the story in John Wick 1. It's solid. But it's very basic. It's basic. Yeah, that's that's the point. Keep it simple. Yeah. Keep it simple, stupid. The last five years of movies have been all about the basic plot. It's got a solid core <laughs> right. yeah. in John Wick 1. That's why I think it's the best one, just because it works on both levels, as a movie and as awesome action. Yes. As we expand, we get more questions than we get answers. answers. Yep. But the action's still high. We're going to continue with John Wick until the action gets stale, and then it's going to crash and yeah, burn. For sure. I'm, but, I mean, I'm they worried keep, already. But you know what? I mean, John Wick 1, I'd say almost all of it was, was gun violence, right? Yeah. Don't think he, re- he does a li- maybe a little hand-to-hand, but not very much. There's some hand-to-hand. Oh, the, there's some knives. There's some... The uh, nightclub, right? The club scene? He's like snapping necks walking through that. It's, uh, I, thought he was, I thought he was popping caps in the nightclub. Both. Okay. And then the second one we get... Pencils. Pencils. Oh, a pencil. A pencil. But we get a couple of other like random like hand to hand fight scenes. This one is a lot of. This one is all improvised, improvised weapons. He uses a horse at one point yeah, as a weapon. Horse. That got that was a little ridiculous. Yes. If I hit the horse, horse here, he'll kick the guy I'm fighting in the face. <laughs> I laughed every time it happened, but it was a little ridiculous. I dude, guns were going off in that like area, and the horses weren't even reacting. One dude, three they shots went off. Those horses. So much. Dude, three shots went off, like, next to one of the, the horse that John Wick eventually rides, and he's literally just standing there like, I'm being very still and just turning my head left and right for those. <laughs> for those yeah. of you who can't see this, which is all, all of, of you. Yeah. All 40-something of you. Thanks for listening. <laughs> Love you. Tell your friends. All of them, please. Well, we're getting 40 downloads, right? Streaming doesn't count. I think it counts. Does it? I think I so. so. Streaming counts as a download? I think I so. so. Better. If not, then our numbers could be way higher than well, What do I pay the hosting company for? <laughs> I guess we're ready to stone it, right? I think so. Sure. Right? Yeah. So what we do here, if you're new, is we give each movie that we review a number of infinity stones from one to six based on how good it is. If you give it six stones, you can also give it an infinity gauntlet, which is the highest score possible. That explains that. And let's read John Wick 3, starting with, I think, sequel. Sure. I'm going to give it five stones. It fits the tone of the first two movies. Eventually, we're going to get some answers. Um, the action is really good, and the problems that we have, again, it's minute. And the action more than makes up for it. Five stones is appropriate for this. I was really pumped when I left the theater, and uh, yeah, Keanu for action star of our lifetime. Corey? Five stones. The action... Great. We talked a lot about the negatives of this movie because, frankly, I think it's a more interesting conversation. Absolutely. But it, it doesn't take away from how absolutely incredible this movie is as far as it, the action is concerned. And the simple story of following this guy, and, and again, when you put it into perspective that I didn't even put it into, of this happening over the course of two, two and a half weeks, this is, incre- this is incredible what this man is capable of doing. All of them next, what must be next to no sleep. It might be less. 
next less than next to no sleep. No, like less than like Time two, two and a half yeah. weeks. Yeah, might be within like a week. Almost. It could be a week. Like, the first one was like what a day? Because he never two sleeps. Days? Yeah, there's not even like long periods of time where other than the traveling. I see him sleeping once. Yeah, it's literally yeah. <laughs> and if he hadn't been, he'd still have that dog. Yeah, yeah. Five Stones, great movie. Don't let the us talking the negatives of the story stop you from enjoying it. I was not happy leaving this movie, but that's more just what I wanted to see versus what they gave me. I want franchises to be able to walk away when they've finished telling a good story instead of just chasing money, which will never happen. I'll never be happy about this. But I think this is a movie that I'm going to come around on, the end part of it, because the action is phenomenal. Keanu has just a quiet charisma in the role. You care about this character. You enjoy watching him on screen. You're always rooting for him. The action is great. I think I said that already in yeah, this. I remember, yeah. But it's it's good. It's it's solid for what it is. And if you don't care about story, which we're picking apart the minutia of it, because otherwise, what discussion is this? Keanu did cool things. Action <laughs> happened. All right, bye, up. guys. <laughs> <laughs> so I think this is going to sneak into a low five for me. Originally, I was a little bit lower on it, but like I said, I think this is going to grow on me as it, when I see it again, I'll be more okay with it. I'll just accept it. The fact that this is an action franchise, and as long as they don't get too ridiculous with it and work the supernatural in, which is going to upset me still, I'll be okay with it. Yeah. I think I left the theater at a three, believe it or not. I think I was at like a four just because the first part of the movie is so good. The majority yeah. of the movie is so good. But the, again, you can't end a movie bad, man. You end a movie that, that's bad, what hurts it, 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 yeah. it hurts bad. It's one thing to start off a little rough and then get really good and be like, holy shit, the ender. Yeah, like near the, during the glass case fight, it's like somebody flipped a switch in my brain. I was like, I am not happy anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't hit. I'm not the biggest Lord's Fishburne fan in this story. We've gotten, like, none of them. So no, I, mean, I just don't I'm, like him on yeah, screen. The I, Bowery King. I'm like, interested to see what happens in Chapter 4 with him. Like, I, if, if he grows on me, or if I still don't... I thought he was it. dead, honestly, with the yeah. seven cuts. I assumed he was dead. <laughs> I don't understand how him and his group's gonna be able to take on the high table. But we will find out in we Chapter shall 4. See. I also thought that he... And it doesn't matter. I'm what? not getting into this. I thought he was independent of... We thought... he's. I think he thought so, too. Yeah. But nothing is independent of anything in this world. So yeah, sneaks into five stones. Those are our reviews and scores for John Wick Chapter 3. If you want to let us know your thoughts about John Wick 3 or anything else, send us an email, zthpodcast at gmail.com. Boom! You can ask us your question or talk to us on Twitter at zthpodcast. If you have a pit bull, please take a picture of him and send it to us on Instagram at zthpodcast. Really, any dog. We'll take them all. Or her. Her. Find us on Facebook, facebook.com slash ZTH podcast, or search for us in Facebook, Zeros Talking Heroes. Zeros and Heroes end in ES. Find us on iTunes or your podcast app. Give us five stars if you're enjoying the show. Bump us up in the algorithm. Review optional. And subscribe and tell people about the show. Let them know. Word of mouth. Get it out there. I've done this so many times, it's like on autopilot. <laughs> That's why I try to keep it fresh with a different Instagram thing every time. Good for you. Yeah, you know. It's a visual medium that we're talking about. It's pretty easy to feed it. Next time, we're going to be doing another new release movie. We're going to be halfway through our gauntlet of six new release movies in a row. I see what you did there. Oh. Unintentional pun, but I'm happy about it. That's a great pun. (laughs) 
It's called Brightburn. You may have heard of it. It's the evil Superman origin movie. I can't fucking wait. It's going to be one of the more interesting movies we've ever reviewed for this. It's going to be so fucking exciting. Is that our first horror? Yes, yeah. it is, and I can't flip and wait. I said fucking the last few times. I figured I'd... Mix it up. Mix it up a little bit. We have young listeners. I don't know. I doubt it. It doesn't give me the demographics. Uh, stay in school, kids. Yeah, definitely stay in school. And thank you for joining us for this episode of Zero's Talking Heroes. As always, it's my job to let you know that every movie out there is someone's favorite movie. John Wick Chapter 3 became someone's. Or just a movie in the John Wick series. Yeah. It's got to be somebody's favorite movie, right? For sure. Join us next time for Brightburn. Have a lovely day. Goodbye!